We're really excited to be here tonight with Dr. Sheila Zelensky and Dr. Danny Moreno. They really need no introduction because they have been on the front lines of Internet Radio for a very long time and are our friends here at Omega Man Radio, and I am excited to have them here manning the demon hotline. So tonight, if you need deliverance, this is what it's about. You can call in or other prayer requests, dial in tonight at 319-527-6080. Press option one when you do, and we'll get you on with Sheila and Danny for prayer tonight. And then in between, we'll have some chats. Again, we put the phone number up on the screen. Facebook's not letting us stream tonight for whatever reason, but we're on YouTube. This is channel six, by the way. I think Sheila knows that. Uh, Sheila, we've been banned five times, so I've already got one strike <laughs> on this channel, but it's okay. I'm ready to set up channel seven if need Well, listen, you know, I'm really excited to be on tonight. Of course, it's much later where Danny is, um, you know, of course, Eastern time over there in Florida. And I just want to say, first of all, thank you so much for doing this world premiere. It's really exciting what the Lord is. I mean, there's a lot going on, but I mean, we get the emails and, and honestly, I mean, you know, there's people dropping dead out there everywhere. And I, we don't want to get into that tonight. We want to actually really minister to the people because that's what the show is about tonight. I mean, these people that have unfortunately, maybe unknowingly or unwittingly signed a covenant of death with these, uh, as I call in my book, techno getting these demon tech jobs. Everybody knows what they are by now by listening to our show. But what we want to do, this is the encouraging part is there's people that are, I've got hundreds of emails, Shannon, and contacted on different platforms. I actually ended up in the hospital. So I'm not on my best game physically right now. I um, spent a couple nights in the hospital. It was more terrifying to go to a hospital nowadays than death. Now that that's something to think about. But the point is, you know, when I came out yeah. of there, I thought, you know, it's like a Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego moment. Even if, Lord, I die, I will, you know, I will serve you. I mean, we are told, what did Peter say? It is up to us to please what men know. It's we have to please God, not man. And, you know, when we look at everything that's going on in the world, people are tormented, vexed, they're, they're frustrated, people's jobs, their livelihood, their work prices of gas. I paid $8 for a dozen eggs yesterday. I mean, you know, a terrifying reality is one where Jesus Christ is not your Lord to me. And Danny, I'll kick it over to you for comment. Well, absolutely. I think it's gotten real over these past couple of years. And of course, we've been on here. Uh, I, I guess it was about a year ago. And we talked about a lot about how real it's gotten. And it's interesting. You said vexed. I think people, a lot of people are vexed and vexed. And uh, the one thing that I'm noticing is that a lot of people are starting to wake up. They're starting to see the truth about a lot of things. And, um, you know, a lot of people are having regret. A lot of people are afraid. Uh, I just shared with a group of Christians the other night that for me, the, the line drawn in the sand right now for real Christian discipleship is not professing that Jesus Christ is your Savior and Lord and so on. Of course, that's that's very important. But the question is, what spirit are you walking in? Are you walking in the spirit of power, love, and of a sound mind? Uh, or are you walking in the spirit of fear? And are you in bondage still to the spirit of the fear of death? And that's really what has been had the world in its grip, and even the church, okay, which I consider to be part of the world overall, has had been in the grip of the spirit of the fear of death. And there's a lot of talk about Antichrist, a lot of talk about the mark of the beast and this and that, you know, among Christians and churches and so on. But um, how the scripture tells us how in the very last days, 
disciples of Christ will be able to overcome the beast of Revelation. And that is very simply the testimony of Jesus, the blood of Christ. And here's the third one that's very, very important that is hardly ever talked about, but I think it carries a lot of weight. The third thing that true believers in Christ need or anyone to survive uh, succumbing to the power and influence deception and bewitching of the beast's system in the very last time before Christ returns is that the true believers in Christ love not their lives unto death. They were not walking in the spirit of fear. And there's a lot that gets talked about when it comes to this whole, you know, uh, agenda that went on for the last four years. And it's still getting ready to sweep into full motion just with different games that the sinister forces are playing, not just this one thing with the jab and all that. Uh, The question is, how many people are really tuned in to what the, the enemy really is? And people are so caught up about the health scare and all the deaths that we see. And these things are terrible. Absolutely. But what has opened the door and continues to keep the door open for people to be enslaved? And that is the spirit of fear and particularly the spirit of the fear of death. And as you mentioned a little earlier, uh, Isaiah 28, 18 says very clearly that there are times when people make a covenant, they make an agreement with hell and with death through the spirit of fear and intimidation that comes from the kingdom of death, the kingdom of darkness. And this is what people need to get free of. And there's not enough emphasis on that. I think people really need to stop and write that down, what he just said. You make a vow with death, a pact with hell, a covenant, an oath with... Danny, I mean, really, really, that is a powerful word right there, don't they? Go ahead, Danny. Well, that's the whole thing. And this people are not seeing that. And while we've gone through this whole scam, and that's what I call it, this whole demonic scam that's gone on since 2019... People have not been focused overall. The majority of people have not been focused on the real battle lines. You know, they're distracted by all of the stuff on the surface. But the real issue is with whom are you in covenant with? And that was the litmus test, acid test, whatever you want to call it. The test of those who truly have their faith and trust in the living God and those who have their faith and trust in the world. You know, in the Old Testament, it talks a lot about uh, God's people who were Israel in the Old Testament, that even though they claim to serve the God of Israel, they really put their trust in Pharaoh and his horses and chariots. And that's the way so many people, even many, 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 many professing Christians all over the world who go to these, uh, you know, these Christian temples, these churches on Sundays, And they sing love songs to this invisible, you know, God up in the sky somewhere named Jesus. Um, 
and they have all these rituals surrounding it, and there's even preaching of the word from the Bible about it and so on. But the question is, ultimately, where is your trust when it comes to real life, when, when it's Monday morning, when it's not Sunday morning, and it's Monday morning, okay, and you're out there in the real world, so to speak, who do you really have your trust in? Oh, yes, Jesus is the healer. He's the deliverer. He's the God of the resurrection and all this wonderful stuff that we preach and sing about. But ultimately, so many people put their trust in men. They believe uh, medicine. They believe what I call pseudoscience, uh, which a lot of it is just really witchcraft and chicanery, okay? Uh, they believe the media. They believe the government. They believe the perverted education system. You know, so many things, even the false churches. They believe in these messages and put their trust in these things uh, and put their trust in blood. A lot of this has to do with blood, right? Uh, but the scripture says those of us that have been born again in the gospel of John, the first chapter, says we are not putting our trust in the blood of man, you know, in our families, in our cultures, in our nations, in, in these things. But we put our trust in the blood of Christ that was shed for us, yeah. that cleansed us of all of our sins. So the question is, and same thing here. So many songs about healing, Jesus healing, Jesus delivering, Jesus raising the dead. We can sing about all that stuff, but when the beast comes on through the media or through the TV and says, listen, thus saith Dr. Faustus, thus saith <laughs> Microsoft Gates of Hell, thus saith, you know, Joe doesn't know where he is Biden, thus saith man... You better go and take this thing or else. Then where is the trust put? Is the trust still in God? Who are you making a covenant with? Because when you enter into agreement, and especially in such a drastic action that has to do with taking something into your DNA, taking something into your blood, you know, that is a blood covenant. And some might, people might jump off right now and say, this Morana's a nut. What is he talking about? What is he, a witch doctor? <laughs> people, you better wake up. You better wake up. This is a blood covenant. You are, you, those of you that entered into this ignorantly or knowingly or not caringly, uh, you mixed your blood, you mingled your blood with the seed of the enemy. And that is a very serious thing. Now, that's not beyond, you know, as much as I believe, you know, the scripture says that he who takes the mark of the beast uh, is beyond redemption. And we can talk all night about what we think ultimately is all involved in the mark of the beast. Uh, but as long as I have breath and I can be here for people and they're ready and willing to repent and renounce actions that are not pleasing to God, I will, as a priest of God, so to speak, as an intercessor, get on my knees before God and cry out for mercy and compassion 
And Jesus can change our DNA. That's what he meant about being born again of the spirit. I believe when you're born again of the spirit from on high, your DNA is actually changed. But you can also be reborn from hell, receiving the serpent seed, and seal your fate and make yourself irredeemable. But I believe that there is still hope for so many. Many people are waking up and they're saying, what have I done? Uh, you know, I'm afraid. I'm scared. I, I don't know if God will ever heal me from this now or forgive me. I believe that we serve a God of miracles. Amen. Who does creative miracles. And I believe that there are many people, if they are genuine and sincere in their repentance and they're panting after the true God that God can do that miracle. And, and I find that's really unfortunate that we have such a biblically anemic is an interesting word. You know, Klaus Schwab wants us to eat the bugs, these disgusting crickets and castatas, and they've got the biggest plant here in Canada, and they're building one in Utah. And why are we all seeing all these bugs? Well, here's the deal. Just as these vegans and these unhealthy plant-based nightmare diets are permeating the globe, I talk about this stuff in Green Gospel. Ten years ago, I released that book. And here's the thing about all of it. We're up against a very evil depopulation bunch of hucksters. Evil, evil. Danny just said, Fauci is straight out of the pit of hell. Gates of hell is a good word. These men have a lot to answer for to the living God. I'm hearing a lot of background noise here, gentlemen. But Second Chronicles 7.14 is something we, we throw it out there. Oh, if we'll humble it, you know. But the thing is, if you really stop and think about what Brother Danny said about the renunciation, the repentance, this is not some cutesy thing. God is not playing. You know, I hate to use like that kind of vernacular, but this is very serious stuff. And when you intermingle, you cohabitate with these demons from the pit of hell, as I've called in the past, demon tech. I wrote a whole book on this subject, Technogeddon, the coming human extinction. Satan is trying to extinguish humanity. He tried it when uh, a few people hopped on that boat. You know, they had eight people with pure bloodlines, pure DNA, come back to the word blood, shed as a blood at Calgary. There's life in the blood, that Calvary blood that was poured out. He was bruised for our iniquity, was pierced for our transgression. And I'll throw it to you in a minute here, Brother Shannon. You know, in Luke, when he comes right out of the gate, and what is he talking about? We have to be mindful of these blood minglings, these co-minglings, these mixtures, as Danny and I have always talked about. We're not supposed to eat or partake of flesh because it says the flesh is the life that is blood. There is life in the blood. And this is an important concept. You know, people want to talk about Jehovah's Witnesses not receiving blood. They got that part right. There is really something about that when it comes to blood transfusions. And, you know, I've had so many reports that people get a blood transfusion. They say the person changed there is life in the blood, folks. And this MNRA bioweapon, some people are taking their fifth jab. And that jab, like I said, is a vac. It's vaccination. It's vaccine, vexing. It's genocidal maniacs that want to depopulate the earth. And I get a kick out of it. And I'll just say this, Shannon, I'll throw it back to you. People are taking medical advice, really, from people that want to depopulate the earth. I mean, that's just common sense. We have this United Nations occult agenda. I've been talking about it for years. Who are you serving? Who is your master? And I'll finish with what Carla said years ago. I'll never forget this. We were in 
Texas one summer and she said, you know, Sheila, people, and Carla's the real deal. She said, you know, Sheila, people talk about if they need money, they go to their banker. If they've got an infirmity, they'll go off to the clinic. If they have any need, they'll go anywhere. You go want food, you go to the grocery store. You go everywhere, but you don't go to Jesus Christ first. But Shannon, what happens when none of those things are available? Elijah, we like to talk about ravens bringing him food. Oh, in the end times, I'll just get food from birds. I mean, come on. Have you ever even believed to do that before? I mean, the faith that we have to build up in this time is going to be very important. But the point is, even if though, Danny and Shannon, like the Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, those three said, listen, we're not going to bow down to your false gods. Okay, you want to throw us in that hot furnace? Bring it. Because even if we're not going to bow down to this agenda, and when they were in that furnace, what happened? Not only did God protect them supernaturally, but this is the the powerful thing we forget about. Everybody was saved after that because of even Nebuchadnezzar. So think about that. We have a powerful testimony and that is what overcomes by the blood of the saints and the word of the testimony. So I'll throw it back to you, Brother Shannon. Amen. This is a right now word tonight. We're live with Dr. Sheila Zelensky and Dr. Danny Moreno. And I'm monitoring the switchboard. So far, we don't have any takers. But if you want deliverance tonight, we're here for you. Dial 319-527-6080. I do need to uh, remind you that once you get in the queue, hit one. And I'll be able to know if you want prayer versus someone who's just listening by phone tonight. Um Y'all reminded me with what you said of a video that was posted the other day. It's only about a minute long. Antonio Sabato Jr. posted it. Listen to this. It's one minute, 32 seconds. Papers, one by Alden, first author, Yang D. Marina, senior author, another one by Kara Gokulis. I'm also a co-author of that paper demonstrating the vaccines because they stay in the body so long. It looks like they do permanently install into the human genome. The government, as they develop these vaccines, uh, they went as they kind of rushed it through the final stages. There was no assurances that these were safe. There was no genotoxicity, no teratogenicity studies. And, and in autopsy studies, the spike protein produced from the genetic material is found in the heart. Both my colleagues have shown it. It's found in the brain. So I can tell you, everyone who's taken the vaccine has this material in their brain, their heart, their adrenal glands, mm-hmm. reproductive mm-hmm. organs. Uh, it's really a terrible thought. My heart goes out to people who have taken the vaccine. The vaccines, the messenger RNA vaccines for short, they've never been demonstrated to actually leave the body. They look like they're permanent, uh, as well as the spike protein that's produced after them. This is very disturbing. So it's hard to guide. I was saying, you know, 30 days refrain from kissing and sexual contact with a vaccinated person. But I'm now extending that to at least 90 days and and conservatively maybe extended from a point forward. I know there's married couples and all kinds of, of personal implications there. But but no, this messenger RNA looks like it's for keep. Every shot is accumulating in the body with no ability for the body to get rid to of remove it. it. So that came from Dr. McCullough. Dr. Peter A. McCullough, interviewed by Tanya Gall, ActionCanada.com. I saw this up on Antonio Sabato Jr.'s Twitter page. We've been lied to, folks. You've been lied to. And if you've taken one or more of these, you need to stop the insanity. You know, as you were talking tonight, you encouraged me to just put something up on my uh, Facebook wall. Read it to you. The line in the sand, friends, has to be drawn. The vaccines, the boosters, the mandates will never stop, and they were never intended to. I've said this for three years. Once they start it, they're going to want you to get the update every six months. The vaccines, the boosters, the mandates will never stop. They were never intended to. I believe this vaccine, folks, is a slippery slope right into the coming mark of the beast, which is going to be rolled out in the future. we got to stop this insanity. Understand these devils want your soul. 
and they want to mark you with the number of the beast and literally change your DNA right here in Indonesia, where right here on this island about two months ago when they had the G20 meeting, the Minister of Health of Indonesia called for the whole world to come in agreement for future lockdowns and COVID passports. Indonesia's all in on this vaccine. Sadly, somebody bought them out. And I'll say this right now, folks, do not allow anyone or any government to bully and intimidate you into taking a vaccine injection that you don't want for you or your children. I will go to jail, Danny and Sheila, before I will take a vax, and I will lose my head before I will take the coming mark of the beast injection. Me and my family are never going to bow a knee to anyone but the Lord Jesus Christ. And as far as I'm concerned, Klaus Schwab can go to hell. Take well, well that's actually where Klaus Schwab and his Davos WEF crew is going. But like Danny and I were talking earlier today, it's funny because the scripture that came to mind earlier, and I'll throw it to you, Danny, that one as you were talking, Shannon, Psalm 2, 2, I believe it is, where it talks about these kings of the earth are setting themselves and these rulers like the gates of hell taking counsel together against the Lord. This is really not even against just God's people and the people of the world. It's against his anointed. So, you know, when you get Robert Malone, Dr. Robert Malone, who's, by the way, Project Veritas, 17 million viral views of James getting that guy that admitted that they, Pfizer, the company, he's an operations manager of the MNRA department. It's all over Twitter. It's viral everywhere. Um, they caught him in a nine-minute video saying, what we do there in the lab is we're now mutating more viruses so that we can produce more vaccines, more MNRA life-changing vaccines. It's all over. But the point is, you just played my friend Tanya Gaw from Vancouver interviewing Dr. Peter McCullough. And this is true. What he just said is very important. It messes with your system. But what these guys are not saying for us believers in Jesus Christ is behold I give you power and authority Luke 10 19 says guess what there is not anything in this life that makes you hopeless if you have infirmities tonight folks if you know people and Shannon I'm going to give that number out one more time because I was yes. getting some text messages and some messages propping up to give that number out again and I will give it out it's a uh, dial in for prayer 319 6080. So that's 319-527-6080. Listen, folks, don't be shy. If you need prayer, you call in or at the end of the program, we can just do like a mass prayer with some spiritual warfare deliverance. But here's the thing, and then I'll shoot it to you, Brother Danny. When we are exercising our authority, this is the important point. These guys will tell you, oh, you know, oh, woe is you. Your your body is ruined and you've crashed your immune system. You know, you take the first jab, 50%. Second jab, 75% of your immune system is depleted. But we have to remember that Jesus Christ is Lord and nothing is impossible with God. So I want to give folks encouragement tonight. That oh, yes. There is hope for when you look at Jesus, our master, our, our example as Christians to do unto others. This is the thing that Jesus Christ as our master showed us throughout the Gospels. And two thirds, as you know, Shannon of his ministry, two thirds was healing and deliverance, which go hand in hand. So I'm going to kick it to you, Danny, for comment. But I don't want anyone to not have hope because with Jesus Christ, that is the hope of glory. Danny, before you comment, let me just clarify my statement, that audio. I agree with Sheila. This was not the mark of the beast. Of course, I heard on caution. I wasn't going to take a chance. We didn't take it. But you're going to know when the mark comes out. This was not the mark. 
but this is a slippery slope towards the mark and goes in line with ultimately what they want everybody to do to bow to the their ultimate mandate, worship the beast. And at that point, you will be damned to hell. There's no hope. If you've taken the vaxes thus far and you have not died, count yourself blessed because millions already died. Millions are dying now. But there is hope tonight and you can repent for that. You can call in. We'll pray for you. God can heal you, but go and sin no more. Danny was very correct. Fear motivated many people to take this. And the truth's coming out that it didn't do anything to help anyone who took it. And the real danger was taking the vax, not getting the COVID. Less than 1% died who got that. People who died are the ones that took the kill shot. And this is part of a eugenics movement. The next one that they're going to offer is going to be a lot more effective. They haven't stopped the gain-of-function research. 80% kill rate now was declared by one of the Boston universities in the latest batches that they're using in their studies. And believe me, Bill Gates is telling you the truth. So is Klaus Schwab. You're going to own nothing and be happy if they have their way. They're coming after everything. $8 for a, a dozen eggs? This is contrived chaos. No fuel? Shutting down 2,000 farms in the Netherlands? going after the food supply, the water supply. They want to go after your ability to move. This is part of the brute force power grab of the planet. They use COVID-19 as a cover story to do it. They're not going to stop. And where this ends, they're going to want everybody to worship the beast and take the ultimate injection, the mark of the beast. It's coming. If you're weak now, how are you going to be able to resist later? It's time to stop the fear. Anti-vax bullying. It's time that the government stops bullying people. I'm so happy for DeSantos in Florida signing some legislation down there. I hope it passes. No one will be forced to take anything in there or have to wear a mask again in Florida if he's successful. But these people aren't going to stop. These are bullies from hell. And we need to stop the fear. We need to fear the Lord and uh, put our faith and trust in God. And, uh, you know, if it means you don't fly, you don't fly. I haven't flown Danny or Sheila for three years. And I've talked to other people and they know it's bad. They said, I'm just one person. I can't resist. <laughs> That's what the devil wants you and I to do is roll over. That's right. It's time to say no in the name of Jesus. And if you go to jail, so be it. We ought to obey God rather than men. If the footman worries you, what's going to happen when the horsemen come? Well, this is absolute deception. I call it the great bewitching. And in Revelation 18, we're told uh, very clearly that it will be the merchants of the earth, the kings of the earth and the merchants of the earth who grow rich, first of all, from all of the carnality and all of the wicked idolatry uh, that's being worshipped. And, you know, especially in the Western world, the great God is not Jesus Christ of Nazareth or, or the God of the Bible. The, the great God in the West is money, mammon. And mammon, all of this is bringing lots of mammon into these sorcerers' pockets. That's one part of this whole thing. And it's disgusting to think that those that are already billionaires and so on are so, uh, you know, in bondage to the spirit of greed and, and opulence that they're willing to drink blood literally in order to get more money, 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 money. And we know that billions of dollars have been made uh, through these human sacrifices, yes, I will call them what they are, human sacrifices, uh, Satan is flexing his muscles right now. He's laughing. The kingdom of darkness is laughing because they're flexing their muscles. They're saying, watch this. 20-some-year-old uh, athlete just dropped dead on a basketball court. Watch this 
uh, young person dropped dead from a heart attack. No sign of heart disease anywhere. Drop dead, strokes, heart attack. Satan is flexing his muscles in so many areas. Uh, even on the on the side of just making fools out of people, putting up leaders that are totally incompetent, that are not even in their right minds, putting them up before supposedly the richest and most powerful nation of the world can't even finish a sentence, can't remember what he's supposed to say. And the enemy is just laughing at people that are looking to this as authority and as leadership and threatened by this. Yeah, uh, this is a great bewitching. What people don't understand, and I preach from the beginning of this, is that the whole world, what used to be done in secret in black masses, okay, by the elite, uh, in the darkness, in the middle of the night where no one could see out in the, the woods or whatever, uh, that place out there where they worship the owl and all those kind of things. Bohemian Whoops. Grove. <laughs> Bohemian Grove. Thank you, Sheila. Bohemian Grove and places like that. Uh, they were initiated. They, they were they were initiated into satanic rituals. And what they've done through this sham is they've initiated the whole world into a black mass satanic ritual. Every pit of this paraphernalia is what is used in satanic worship and slavery. These masks represent satanism. They represent slavery, the slave mask. Uh, the merchants of the earth grew rich from her excessive luxuries, verse 3 of Revelation 18, if you want to look in your Bible. And down in verse 11, watch this, it talks about all the opulence and lust and things that people are, you know, willing to sell their souls over. And in verse 13, it ends with this, and human beings sold as slaves. Human being sold as slave. You are being marked. And I know a lot of people because they're afraid. They don't want to believe that this thing is the mark of the beast. This is just a sign of what's coming. You know, it isn't here yet. We'll know when it comes. Uh, I don't know about all that. Also, who says the mark of the beast is not a process? People, these monsters are installing an operating system into the human being to corrupt, change, and destroy, mangle the DNA of the God imagers, those that were created in the image of God. That's what they're doing shot by shot, step by step. And yes, I saw a video, my daughter actually put it up a couple days ago where they were talking and showing the tattoo that is going to be introduced that is going to carry all the medical information, all the financial information, and it's going to link up with what has already been installed into people through these vaccinations. This wow. is a, uh, how can I say, it's a process you understand? They are they are installing an operating system. They are step by step 
changing the DNA, just as the fallen angels, because it's the same characters that did it thousands of years ago. They are, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, right? Ephesians 6, 12, we all know that verse very well. This is what we're dealing with. And again, we've mentioned certain clone or hybrid or human representatives tonight that are at the forefront as puppets. But the true masterminds of this tyranny are the same evil spirits that tried to uh, outrun the procreation of the God imagers at the beginning of time and injected their semen, injected their serpent seed, injected their DNA, injected their vaccine into the human race and tried to destroy it. And God had to take very, very extreme measures, even to the point of destroying that whole world at that time by flooding it, to try to stop this, okay? And it went on in the Tower of Babel once they got caught their breath and the water went down. Just a little while later, it started up again. These spirits don't quit. And until Christ returns and throws them where they belong into the abyss, this battle's going to go on. But what's most important is that we understand what the game really is. It's this all distraction focusing on this medical stuff, focusing on the scientific stuff, focusing on so many uh, elements that are on the surface, but not getting down to the real uh, spiritual root of this thing. And people are so afraid, as I mentioned, you know, Loving their lives unto death. Everyone's afraid of dying physically. But what did our master say? He said, stop fearing. There we are with fear again. Stop fearing those. That's these monsters that we're talking about. Stop fearing those who can kill the body. But rather fear him who can cast both body and soul into eternal fire amen and i've seen very few even christians and especially sissy fake pastors and and prophets of the fake church i've i haven't heard anybody talking about the eternal consequence of uh, allowing this demonic dna into your bill uh into your body one last thing i wanted to bring out was in verse 23 if you have a chance look at this people in revelation 18 and again it talks about the merchants your merchants were the world's important people listen to that language your merchants not your governors not your kings not your presidents and prime ministers and premiers. No, your merchants were the world's important people. And by your magic spell, yeah, sorceries, right. witchcraft, the word in the original Greek, many of us are aware of this, pharmakia. Exactly. So through sorcery, witchcraft, and fake demonic medicine and fake demonic science these merchants of the world who are the most important people because they're looked up to because they have a lot of zeros in their bank account people this is all air this is all digits 
okay? And that's the next thing that's about to surface. We talk about the uh, digital currency that's about to, that's that's where they're, they're at right now. They're about to introduce a current, a digital currency. They're going to take away the cash. Yes, they are. And they're going to introduce a digital currency and that is going to be linked to this operating system and perhaps a tattoo or a computer chip or whatever that connects up with what they've already put inside people and that's the only way you're going to be able to transact business so you're going to have to have that whole hookup so they're doing it step by step by step And I like what Shannon said. I say something very similar all the time. If you haven't stood up by now, what gives you any idea to think that you're going to stand up? And, you know, here's another thing that I have to laugh at, and no offense to anybody, okay? But somehow Christians have gotten the idea that there's going to be this big announcement that this, you know, Hitler-type person is going to stand up and say, Hi, I know you've all been waiting for me. Here I am, the Antichrist. And and the Pope's going to stand up or someone like him and say, Here I am, the false prophet. And they're going to hold up a chip or whatever, and they're going to say, Here it is, the mark of the beast. Now, take this or die. People, has the devil ever been that obvious, that ridiculous? He's already installing the mark into people. He's already doing that. So we have to stop looking toward this futuristic event, and we have to start saying, we are here. Uh, Where do we stand? And there will, yes, Shannon, I agree with you. There will be a point of no return. I, I think for a lot of people, that point of no return, unfortunately, has already occurred. But we're out here tonight for crying out for mercy as priests of God, in a sense. Yes. Crying out for mercy before the living God for those whom the Lord says, there is still a chance. Call upon me, call upon me and find out that my mercy endures forever, that my compassion is great, that, you know, uh, the Lord is not willing that any should perish, but that all should, now here's the key, that all should come to repentance. Sister Sheila, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I can't help but say amen to that. I mean, when Danny talked about the pharmakia, I mean, my whole book, Technogeddon, is on this. It's witchcraft. It's sorcery. Pharmakia, that word, if you really dig into it, is the controlling of people and nations under a spell, a spell of deception, deceiving the nations, as Danny just said. It's, you know, this deception, this defilement, these idols in the land, all this idolatry of, you know, bow down to what Dr. Fouch is. I love what Steve Quell calls him Dr. Fausty, if you know the story of Faust, the devil sells his soul pretty much. But I mean, that is the most I mean, listen, I watched that Robert Kennedy Jr. video, people have to get that book on exposing Gates and Fauci. It is incredible. I've uploaded it a few times. I've pulled it down. Listen, we're under a spell of deception, like I've never seen. But here's what I want to interject this idea when people say things like, and I think Danny made a really astute salient point that it's not going to be a guy that comes on the scene. Well, you're all going to get the mark and no man will buy or sell. But 
this didn't happen overnight. Danny and I have, and Shannon have been talking about this stuff since 2009, 2010, 2011. 12 years ago, my mother was given a vaccine for the Tamiflu. Maybe a couple days later, became an instant quadriplegic on life support, continues to live on a ventilator. My sister, Bobby, 10 years younger than me, she got the jab two years ago, one jab, which shocked me because I was shocked that my sisters got the jab considering that I was have been so vocal about it for so many years. It's a personal story. The kicker on it is, is my sister started getting myocarditis and other heart issues, you know, at you know, young age, 38. So this thing is straight out of the pit of hell. People are dropping dead everywhere. And the biggest thing that I'm seeing is people saying, I so regret this. But again, this demonic agenda didn't just happen overnight. And it's been a slow roll over decades and decades. I mean, look at what came in in 1948. The United Nations is the most occult evil organization. They're the ones that are implementing as a highlight 10 years ago in the book Green Gospel, these sustainable development goals of Agenda 2030. And my question becomes when you tie in these pharmaceutical kingpins, I call them Satan's minions, and we know, as Danny and you just said, Shannon, the world elite, we know they practice these uh, butchers that sell baby body parts to the highest bidder. It's like a modern day Moloch, a modern day Baal. It's modern day blood sacrifices. And I think the, well, you mentioned Revelation 3, and I think that's important in the, uh, it's Revelation 18, I think you said 3, Danny, but it says, Babylon the Great will fall by your sorceries, your pharmacia, uh, all nations were what? What's the word? Deceived. And now as we see this so-called viruses that are inundating us, I mean, every other day there's some new variant. Throw your TV out the window. That is the one most, there's a reason they call it programming. It is a demonic mind control device as far as, you know, you go in a drugstore, that's all you hear on the the little systems is get your flu shot, get the, I mean, you, we're getting a steady diet of it. But what is the encouraging thing to know tonight, folks, is we see it through uh, throughout Galatians. All this enmity, this witchcraft, what does it say in Galatians 5.20? The idolatry, witchcraft, enmity, fighting, jealousies, like rivalries and divisions. Look at the divisions that are going on in families right now. Do you guys know how many emails that I've got that, you know, people are, they've lost their entire families because of their stance? And I mean, this is no joke when people, husbands and wives, one, a husband will take it, the wife didn't. They're so good at creating these divisions. But Jesus did say he didn't come to bring a group hug or let's all have a kumbaya song. He came to bring a sword, Danny and Shannon, a, you know, a dividing sword. And I think it's important to point this out and I'll end on this and throw it back to uh, you, brother Shannon. It is very important tonight that we come out of this. If you don't remember anything, remember this. Nothing is impossible with God. And that's not some cutesy phrase. It's not a Joel Osteen, uh, you know, TikTok, Twitter feed, because we live in this hashtag Twitter society. And we live in a, a world where a lot of people are not in their word. They're biblically anemic. There's a famine in the land for the word of God. We need to be doing every day. Jesus said, not, uh, <laughs> he didn't say, hey, if you fast, he said, when you fast, do it like this. Fasting, prayer, being in the word and standing in faith, doing powerful spiritual warfare. And uh, what did Carla and I say in power prayers? Warfare is different than prayer, folks. Warfare is when you are addressing the enemy. 
Spiritual warfare is when you're addressing the enemy and prayer is when you're addressing God. And it's important to make that distinction. I'll throw it back to you, Brother Shannon. We're live with uh, Dr. Sheila Zelensky and Dr. Danny Brando tonight. And I am keeping an eye on the phone lines. But even if we don't get a phone call before we close, we'll have them do some mass deliverance. But if you want prayer, 319-527-6080. You know, Danny and Sheila, God is speaking tonight. Now, let every word be established in the mouth of two or three witnesses. Now, those that were with me when we started tonight at 7, we're doing a program now, Sheila and Danny, every night, Monday through Friday at 7 Eastern. Um, it's called Speak My Word. And we're going through the King James Bible. And we were in the book on Luke tonight and just read this, what you all said. And I'll just uh, read Luke chapter 12, verse 4 and 5 again. Jesus said, and I say unto you, my friends, be not afraid of them that kill the body, and after that have no more that they can do. But I forewarn you, whom ye shall fear, fear him, which after he hath killed, hath power to cast into hell. Yea, I say unto you, fear him. So uh, I agree that one of the number one weapons that the World Economic Forum, all the media that are in lockstep with them, are using against people to coerce them to take injections that has already killed many and will ultimately result in your death, maybe your spiritual death too, is fear. If you don't take it, you know, you're going you're gonna to die. Uh, you're going to come down with this virus, going to kill you and your family. Look, this is fear, folks. And we know that these people are liars. It's coming out every day. They're having to admit to it. But, you know, the gall of them, they're not stopping. I heard that just this past week, the Department of Justice filed a lawsuit, okay, um, against, uh, I guess, a, a, uh, an appeal, if you will, to the courts, which struck down this mandate, you know, forcing people to wear the mask and so forth. They want to put us back under a mask again. They want people to be vaccinated again, or they can't travel. These people are not going to stop. At minimum, it's junk science, but I know the real score here. This is diabolical from the pits of hell. And I would agree with you, Danny. Um, I said three years ago, folks, you don't want to play Russian roulette with your eternity. I hope this isn't the mark, but I'm not personally going to take that chance because what if this mark comes in, as you mentioned, three phases? First shot, second shot, the third shot finishes the work. I mean, look. This literally will change your DNA. Uh, how many times do you need to take it before you've literally been transformed into the image of the beast? I mean, that's what they're doing. mRNA is overriding your God-given DNA. Now, I've heard some take it further, that God put in our DNA his very name. And if you overwrite that with their program, uh, what's that mean for your soul? Listen, I'm not going to take that chance. And folks, you don't want to keep doing this. Stop the insanity. Because that's their ultimate goal, to transform everybody into the image of the beast. Final thing to do will be get you to bow and swear in, and it's all over but the shot. You will encounter the lake of fire at the end. There's no forgiveness for that. And we're sitting here, you know, reputations be damned, okay? I don't care how many people follow the program. Uh, I've lost so many times on YouTube. I'm down to 518 uh, viewers over there. The heck with that. Long time ago, I lost any partnership with him. So it's not about that. 
we're going to speak the truth here. Let the chips fall where they may. The blood will not be on our hands tonight that we didn't warn you what the real score is here. They're going to continue to use fear to manipulate people, corral them. And look, this is the new Auschwitz. Okay, we're being lined up. They lied to the Jews and they said, go in, you take a, take all your clothes off. We're going to give you a new set of clothes on the other side of these showers. We got hot soup, coffee, and bread waiting for you. Folks, they marched in, were killed, and went up through the smokestack after being cremated. This is what the New World Order is doing to us. One injection at a time. And you know what? I usually try to restrain myself from mentioning names, but the Lord Jesus Christ rebuke Gordon Robertson. I heard him two years back on C, uh, CBN. Get up there and look into the camera, especially a lot of elderly people, and said, take my sage advice. Just take this. Don't listen to those other people telling you not to take the shot. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. I said, this guy, he's got blood on his hands. Billy Graham's son took it. He had a heart attack. Jerry Falwell Jr. put him in the hospital. He was in there for two months, I think, uh, blood clots. You know, and people just didn't even do any due diligence. How dare you, Gordon, recommend other people take this? What are you doing, man? People died from that advice. I hope they're ready to meet Jesus. And that's the goal here. They want to get us down to about 5.5 million. It used to be 500 million. I heard the number went way down now beyond the Georgia Guidestones, which thankfully they blew up. But this is about forcing mankind to capitulate and worship Satan. You know, if God was able to take care of them back in the day when he took the children of Israel out of Egypt into the wilderness, they didn't have anything that would last more than about three days. They had to totally rely on God. They walked by faith and not by sight. And uh, we might need a raven drop before it's over, like Elijah. But even if God uh, doesn't send that, we got to be like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, you mentioned, Sheila. God is able to deliver us from you, king. But even if he doesn't, we will not bow to your idol. And, of course, God did cover them. They were thrown in the fire, but angel of the Lord was in there. So this is a real test of faith. I, I'm going to give it back to you all, but I want to say one more thing. Again, God is speaking tonight. We are not to have fear of these people. Okay, and when we're talking about them, we're not trying to promulgate fear. We're trying to warn you that these people aren't going to stop. That was never their intent to stop. Uh, they're using this as their means to control the population and push us through to their very end goal, which is total domination of the populace and making us battle the beast and take the market. You cannot afford to do it. That's right. Just got to go ahead and realize if you got to lose your neck, so be it. Amen. You know, Jesus said, if Amen. you seek to save your life, you're going to lose it. If you lose your life for my sake, he said, you'll save it. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power and love and sound mind. So we got to say no to the devil. And you know what? Uh, this is not a time to cower or back up. It's time to go full force. I believe Danny and Sheila that 2023 is a year to make war on the host of hell. Like we have never done before. And I want you all to jump in at this point. 319-527-6080. 309 just took us up on the offer. Um, 309, you stand by a second. You'll be the first one that we'll take the call for. But before we do that, Sheila and Danny, tell us about your new radio program. Yeah, thank you for that. And I also, you can throw up maybe how much time we have left. But I really appreciate the opportunity to do that. We're looking at a venture. Um, again, it's a Sirius XM launch. We're sort of doing some negotiations. They're not big fans of Deliverance, I can tell you. But there's some VPs at the highest level that are interested in Danny and I. But, uh, you know, we're going in real soft feet. Hopefully do a February launch, Sirius XM 131. It's 
called the Family Channel, also 111 Triumph. I believe Glenn Beck is a part owner. We have the chance yes. to really, really bring the gospel, the real gospel. I mean, you know, God bless all these other pastors, but let's face it. I mean, Danny and I talked about the fake church. You know, we got the fake media, fake news, but we say there's a fake church. And sadly, the guys that turned the world upside down in the book of Acts, people should actually go this weekend and reread the gospels and go back to the book of Acts, which I believe, Shannon, is a hand manual for Christian living, really. And I'm not seeing that, really, with the exception of a very few people. And we are really under this tormenting spirit of Jezebel. Elijah faced it with a showdown with the prophets of Baal. And tonight, as we do some you know, prayer and warfare, I think it's really important just to get this in, that um, I'm actually willing to put my show on the line, that, you know, I said to Danny the other day, and this is just genuine talk. I mean, people know they can trust me because Danny and I are genuine. We, we shoot from the hip, but we, it comes from the heart. And uh, I think the world's ready for just genuine ministers, Shannon. Enough with these mega churches and the Joel Osteens yes. and, the, and these Kenneth Copeland types. Maybe they did start out. That's not my issue, right? Maybe they started out right, but I will tell you, you know, somebody said years ago, oh, Billy Graham, Sheila, you called him out as a 33rd degree Mason, but I love Billy Graham, and I went to Billy Graham, and I got saved at Billy Graham, but here's the deal. God can step over a lot of stuff to get people saved. Do I know for sure that Billy Graham knew he was, I mean, I don't. I can't speak on that, but I know that Danny and I are ready. You know, we've been doing shows for 13 years, and boy, in the beginning, we were relegated to the depths of the damned, and those were the nice ones, Shannon. I mean, people just cringed at the at the truth and the passion because passion nowadays you know if you raise your voice and you're passionate like Danny tonight you must be angry and we've got this dumbed and numbed world of these mindless minions these zombified people you know kind of running around and you know just doing whatever they're told not everybody but a lot of sheep out there that blindly take orders and the people in the pews you know Danny it's funny we talked about this yesterday I said you know, it's not just Joel Osteen. It's there's forty thousand people sitting in that church that are that are listening. So what? It's not just on Joel Osteen. So anyway, not to get off on a rabbit trail, but it's important for people to understand the world is ready for Mark sixteen ministry. And what is it, Shannon? You know it well. Yes. We're, we have a great commission. What's the very first thing that we're commanded to do before Jesus ascended to the Father? He said they will cast out demons. Well. Which part of that right. don't people get is my question. You know, it's good to have a balanced, uh, it can't be just, you know, seeing a demon under every rock. And, you know, a guy accused me that. He said, Sheila, you see a demon under every rock. And I said, actually, no, I see more than one. And I'll just leave it at that. Right. About a million. Listen, there's so many demons that uh, if one million people st step forward today and said, I want to be a deliverance minister, and they went out in their lifetime, they said, I'm going to pray for a thousand people to set them free in Jesus' name. Well, one million times a thousand is only a billion. We still got seven billion people on the planet that need deliverance, and I don't know if ten stepping forward today, let alone a million. That problem is that great. God needs you in His end time army. You know, I was in a taxi just a few days ago, Danny and Sheila, and I had an American friend over here in Bali call me for help. He was uh, being attacked by demons, so I prayed with him, began to command some spirits to come out in Jesus' name. And my Hindu taxi driver began to manifest, and he was coughing out. He was getting the deliverance. There's only one name written under heaven by which man might be saved or demons come out, and that's Jesus Christ. But I'm merely saying is 
when I gave the command, come out in Jesus Christ's name. Well, the brother was getting help on the phone, but the, the man sitting in the front seat was getting more deliverance. The demons must come out in the name of Jesus. And every believer has this authority to cast out devils. You tuning in tonight, if you're a believer in Jesus Christ, you can do the same thing. I say, step out in faith and try it. There are people around you that need help. And God will send them to you and give the command, come out in Jesus' name. It works. Just want to testify tonight. I chuckled, but the guy was getting deliverance. They were coming out. Um, Brother Danny, tell us about your ministry going on in India and other places. Yes, it's very, very exciting. Um, right on the cusp of COVID, just right before it, um, the Lord you know, kind of spoke to me very clearly about the direction of the ministry because I've been going to India for several years and having healing and deliverance crusades and pastors' conferences and so on. But the Lord instructed me to go online with that. Okay, and he said, listen, call it Bible school. Don't talk about, you know, I, you guys already know I don't use the word church because it comes from the same root of pharmakia, kiaka, circus, the daughter of the sun god Baal. So I don't even use that word. But the Lord said, don't even call it, you know, Christian fellowships or whatever, like in, in the church idea, right, in the church vein. He said, call it Bible schools and watch what happens. So I called it Bible school, and not only did I have so many takers, but here was the amazing thing, Shannon, all pastors and their wives. This, that my Bible schools in India are full of pastors and their wives, other five-fold ministry gifts. They are so hungry. And they're so sick of all the garbage that Sheila just talked about. They don't want to hear from anyone coming from another part of the world, talking to them about prosperity and, and the, you know, name it and claim it and all that nonsense. They want the real gospel and they want the power of God. And um, that's what I've been doing for the last four years. And it has taken off. What has happened is not only has the anointing gone forth, you know, directly when I'm doing the ministry online, but it's been captured on video with the translation, right? So they take the videos from the Bible school, some of my, well, many of my pastors now, we've put them on flash drives, all, all the lessons, and they're already translated into their language, and they're able to go everywhere with that, even where there's no internet. You know, they can use their phone or use their laptop or whatever, and they can show these teachings. And you want to talk about deliverance, okay? We think of deliverance of, you know, a demon screaming out of one person. But what about the deliverance from religious spirits? What about yeah. whole churches under, you know, religious um, denominations that are in bondage that don't have the Holy Spirit turning over to Holy Spirit-filled fellowships. Pastors and leaders who've never been baptized in the Holy Spirit and fire, receiving the Holy Spirit, being delivered from demons, being healed. We've seen so many miracles over the years and even in the past couple of years, not only deliverance and healing, but we've seen the dead rise. In one of the villages that I ministered to on my last trip, to India a couple of years ago, 
there was a man lying dead in the street. It's amazing, Janet, and I'm sure you can relate to it where you are as well. It's like going back in the Bible when you go to do ministry. It's not like doing it in the West. It's really a primitive environment. People are living in huts and, you know, um, you know, houses with no roofs on them and stuff. And people are living like it's pretty much if you didn't see the cars and the mopeds here and there, you'd think you were back 2000 years ago. So there was one man laying in the street. There was a big ruckus while I was having a meeting in a church up there. And they came in and they said, listen, this man is dead and, you know, he's uh, the people are really upset and so on and so forth. And so I said, well, where is this man? And they told me it was just up the road. I said, well, take me to this man. So they took me down there and there was a whole crowd. I mean, it's like right out of one of the Gospels, right? A whole crowd gathered around this dead body. He was a young man. He must have been in his 40s. He was not old. And he's just laying there dead as a rock. And I commanded life. And he was, you know, a Hindu. He was a Hindu man. So that means he was going to hell. Okay. He might have already been experiencing hell at that point. Um, but I commanded life to come back into his body in the name of Jesus. Nothing appeared to manifest at that moment. And I walked away and I went back to do the rest of what I was doing and said, all right, Lord, it's in your hands. For like, over a year, I never heard anything. And then one day, this brother, in asking me, please, brother, would you start the Bible school again, where the pastors are begging for the Bible school, just mentions off the cuff, oh, and by the way, you remember that man that you prayed for that was dead? Oh, by the way, uh, he's not dead anymore. Whoa. Uh, he was risen from the dead. And it had such an effect, it brought the whole village to faith in Jesus. So here wow. I am. I could have thought of my, you know, I was a failure or whatever, or God didn't come through. Meanwhile, God raised the dead. And I've had a couple of instances in India. Uh, years ago, when I was doing a crusade, they, they put a dead child up on the stage. Uh, and I said, okay, God, here we go. You know, this is like, I remember R.W. Shambach from back in the tent revival days. <laughs> and this lady brought him a real sick kid and said, now, preacher, we going to find out if you were sent or if you just went. <laughs> and so that's how I felt was, okay, Lord, we're going to find out if I was sent or if I just went. I said, this is out of my hands. And I remember just taking that child. He was small, you know. So I picked him up and I lifted him. We were out under the stars, open air crusade, lifting him up um, in the air and just commanded the life to come into his body in the name of Jesus. And I put him back out on down on the stage and he walked off the stage. So we've seen these Whoa. kind of miracles many, many, many times. In that same crusade, uh, God caused an earthquake where all the Hindu temples were, all the idol temples were. He actually shook the ground, and somehow a lot of the young people that were hanging around, out around those temples associated, for some reason, associated that earthquake with the sound of this microphone that they were hearing in the air. And they said, we got to go find out where that microphone is and what's going on. Well, this was the Holy Spirit drawing them into our crusade. 
And many of those young people uh, came to the Lord that night. So, you know, we serve a God of miracles, man, a God of miracles. And I think we need to expand. I'm switching gears here real fast. We need to expand our concept uh, of these things because we have very primitive views on, like, idolatry, deliverance. We expect it to be... Like in that vein, like I just said, in in the Eastern Third World countries, for instance. But in our postmodern world in the West, this may take different form. Like I had a man say to me yesterday um, when I shared about the Indian ministry. He said, oh, yeah, they worship idols, don't they? They worship idols. I said, brother, they don't worship idols here. I said, the idols just look different here. But you got nothing but a culture of idolaters here. And I asked him, I said, what do you think the biggest idol is in the United States, for instance? And he told me right away. He said, of course, money. Money. Money is the god of this culture. So people know. People know. They know, they know that, you know, that there's an idolatry. Also, you talked about a demon under every rock, Sheila. Well, is there a demon in every vein? We don't have to look under rocks for demons. Demons <laughs> are being injected right into people's veins, yeah. as far as I'm concerned. I had a man in my car, Shannon, and I won't take too much more time, but I think it's important. No, this is good. Um, I, uh, you know, I Uber to make some extra money because, you know, I, I don't bring in enough just with the ministry, unfortunately. Uh, so I, I Uber as well to supplement my income. And I had a man get in the back seat of my car a couple weeks ago. And for some reason, he just started sharing with me how he had just gone through an operation. And so I asked him about it. I said, what, what, what was that? And he said, oh, it was in my leg, you know. And he said, they pulled out all these long worm-like clots, blood clots wow. out of my leg. It was crazy, you know. And and he's just talking about it like it was some weird thing that just fell to earth out of nowhere. He had no idea why or where these things came from. Can you imagine? Wow. I said, so I, I was very sensitive. I, I didn't want to, you know, um, come across as condemning or critical. I said, well, you know, sir, are you aware? I asked him, uh, have you been vaccinated? He said, oh, yeah, I've been vaccinated a couple times. And so I said, are you aware that they are finding these blood clots and the common denominator is the vaccine? Really? No, I had no idea. I said, yeah, that's going on. I said, um, and you're lucky if they just took it out of your leg because the way that they're finding these blood clots and they're associating with the vaccine is they're finding them in the organs of people who have died suddenly uh, and people and they can't figure out why the person died. And they found out that these blood clots went into the heart, went into the lungs, went into the brain. He said, oh, yeah, they, they there, there's some in my lungs, too. And they put in a net to block those clots from traveling from my lungs into my heart. And uh, I mean, I'm just sitting there squirming in my seat. I'm like, oh, Lord, help this man. So any anyway, uh, the story ends nicely. I stopped to drop him off and I said, sir, um, 
do you believe in the power of prayer? He said, yeah, absolutely, I believe. I said, you believe Jesus? And he, he said, oh, yeah, I grew up in, you know, Christian church and blah, blah, blah. I said, would you like me to pray for you? Because you need a supernatural miracle. And I explained to him some of what we've talked about tonight, that this this is only something that can only be taken care of by a creative miracle of the living God. And he said, yes, please, please pray for me. So I was able to pray for him and curse those things. And I also told him, you know, what you did was not pleasing to the Lord. Are you willing to repent of that and ask the Lord to forgive you and renounce having taken this poison, this evil into your body? And he said, yes, I'm willing to do that. So, you know, on an Uber ride, all right? So just wow. to encourage you people that are out there, um, you can do this too. God can use you. God will bring people across your path and um, God will use you to bring people miracles. This man could be dead. This man could be dead. I And, and I believe, I have the faith that when I prayed um, that God destroyed these wicked demonic blood clots that were traveling through his body. So, you know, if that's you tonight and you've taken this thing, I, I really want you to hear me. And I know Shannon and Sheila agree with me. We are not here to bring condemnation. We are not here to condemn you, to make you feel like a wicked, you know, evil person. And no, many people did this out of ignorance. Uh, but like the scripture says, ignorance of the law is no excuse. And this taking of this vaccine and ultimately taking of the mark is rooted in a rebellion against God. And that rebellion doesn't have to be, I'm out in the middle of the street, uh, spitting in the air at God and cursing him and saying, I hate God and I think he's, you know, uh, whatever. Rebellion can be very passive. Rebellion can be, well, you know, whatever. You know, I, I'm just gonna see what happens or, you know, I go to church or whatever, but I, you know, uh, I'm not really thinking about the ramifications of certain actions I take and, and my worldliness and my love of the things of this life and so on. That's a spirit of rebellion. And what does the scripture say in the Old Testament about the spirit of rebellion? Rebellion is as the sin. Watch me now. Rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. Right. That's right. So this rebellion is in people's hearts, whether they realize it or not. And that needs to be renounced. That needs to be repented of. And I believe that we serve a God of miracles, signs and wonders and mighty deeds, and a God of boundless mercy and compassion. I'll shut up after this. Jesus got off the boat and he looked upon the people and he was seized with great compassion for he thought to himself, the people are like sheep without a shepherd. And I believe that, that that is our Lord's heart tonight and always is he's not there condemning. The Son of Man did not come into the world to condemn the world, but that through him the world might be saved, right? Absolutely. So I believe that Jesus has his scarred hands stretched out for all who would come and fall at 
on their knees before him and say, Lord, you know, forgive me. I renounce being in league with the forces of darkness. I renounce this rebellion. I renounce this idolatry. I renounce um, looking to man and trusting man and putting my trust in man instead of putting it mm -hmm. in you. And let me say this, and some people might get offended at this and say, who, who do you think you are? All right, but I'm just going to be lovingly real. I don't believe. And I believe that these last couple of years have brought this to light. I don't believe that many of the people that are claiming to be born again of the spirit are truly born again of the spirit. And that's why they are so susceptible to the deception of the devil. And that's why they have their trust in man. And that's why they put their trust in the world and love the things of the world because they're not truly born again of the spirit. Well, guess what? If that's, if that's your situation, again, no condemnation. Okay. No condemnation. We're preaching the good news. And the good news is Jesus said that we can be born again of the spirit from heaven. And I believe, and I think you guys agree with me, that when a person is born again of the spirit from heaven, their DNA is also changed yeah. we receive the dna of jesus of nazareth we're create recreated in his image unto good works paul put it this way second corinthians uh 5 17 if any man be in christ he is a new creation amen old things are yes. passed away in other words they die and behold all things are become new. He also said in Romans 6 that we put off the old man and we put on the new man. People, this is a supernatural thing. Yeah, so the devil is trying to mimic this. He's trying to recreate people in the image of the beast before they get recreated in the image of Christ. So if that's you tonight, um, I know that we're here to pray for you, to intercede for you, to agree with you. And if you have not truly been born again of the Spirit, you can be tonight. And if you have allowed this demonic DNA and whatever else it is to be introduced into your temple of God, your body, um, we want to cry out with you for mercy before God for a creative, miracle. supernatural miracle. Yeah to change that DNA. And I believe that the Lord will do it. Back to you guys. You know, Sheila, let's just do that now. I okay. want you and Danny to go into ministry mode. And uh, minister, however the Holy Spirit leads you. Take it away. Well, Father God, tonight, we on this call and the people listening out there, the folks, we come humbly to your throne of grace. Danny just said the word mercy. So in mercy and grace to your lofty throne tonight, we repent and we renounce our sins. We all have them in Jesus' name. We renounce and repent for our ignorance, 
which is lacking knowledge, the deception that is so unwittingly uh, masked, <laughs> bad word, just put a spell on people, Father, unknowingly, as Danny said, you know, that's not going to cut it. So we repent tonight with those folks that are coming in agreement on this call. But the ones who took the jab from hell, you know what? As Danny said earlier, we said it's a vow, a covenant, a pact signed in blood from the pits of hell. And we're not, you know, we're not uh, condemning anybody, but we want to turn from our sin, as it says in Second Chronicles 7:14. If my people, not the pagans, if my people will humble themselves and turn away from their wicked ways. So tonight we turn away from our sin, and Father, we ask you to forgive us. And we come to you now in the mighty name of Jesus and our authority in Luke 10, 19. And we put every demon on notice tonight that when we call you out, you will manifest and come out in the name of Jesus Christ, or we will lose fire, burning judgment and destruction and the vengeance of God on you devils that are afflicting and tormenting the people of God tonight. And we do, we come against that ruler spirit of fear tonight and that ruler spirit of death and destruction, untimely death and every spirit that came into people's body through this, as I call it, demon tech. We curse you at the root. We bind that spirit and we command all, and that's family line witchcraft too, by the way. And we command that out of people. We break off all those generationally inherited curses of infirmities and sickness that not only travel down your family line folks tonight, but uh, all those infirmities that came in through this vac assassination. Father, we Break that off of the people, those infirmities and sicknesses that came in through that, those clot shots. Father, we thank you that Jesus Christ, he, he not only gave his life on the cross, but he suffered our afflictions, our infirmities when he hung there so that we wouldn't have to suffer it. And Father, it wasn't too late for Lazarus and all those other people who brought their dying friends to Jesus. And tonight we curse that spirit of death that came on to us through Adam. In the name of Jesus, we come against these spirits that these the ruler spirits of infirmity and death and destruction, we curse them at the root. We command them to start moving out of people's bodies right now. And we loose ministering angels to apply the healing balm. Come on, warrior angels, come in, Hebrews 1.14, and start pushing these things out. Start pulling them out. We command them to work in the manner which you designed our bodies, Father. We speak a supernatural reversal to any damage in the in the DNA, the MNRA vaccines, these bioweapons. Father, reverse the damage. We loose a reversal. We command those demons causing pain. People are listening right now. They have pain. They have levels of pain, I guess, you know, chronic pain, anguish, affliction, all this misery this stuff has done, these suffering, tormenting spirits, you get out of people's body right now because Jesus Christ's blood is stronger than any demon of infirmity. And we apply that shed and resurrected blood of Jesus to people's body. As you're standing there, just receive tonight. Receive healing in the name of Jesus through the Holy Ghost fire. We lose Holy Ghost fire, Holy Ghost fire. The judgments of God on you devils, Hallelujah. all the pharmacia, sorcery, satanic altars, all these Dr. Fauci, yes. evil, austral powers of gates of hell. We curse you and we smash to pieces these demonic, I think they're enemies assigned against us. We paralyze all these satanic yes. oppressors delegated against us tonight yeah. with the power of the shed blood in the name of Jesus. We sever those nefarious Jesus. transmissions. We come against the mind-binding, mind-blinding, mind-controlled, demonic, veiled, demonic programming, the disgusting media, the power of all these end-time, when Worley called them, Arcturus, end-time mind control. Masroth, Mars, Betelgeuse, Taurus, there's tons of them. We bind up the prince of the power of the air 
And all those world rulers we got to speak to you now that are blinding the people like they're like a big, well, the prince of the world, as Monty Mulkey calls it, the prince of the power, the air. Shannon, I'd call them world rulers, spirits that are in operation. Father, you said that no weapon formed against us shall prosper in Isaiah uh, 54, I think it's 17. Not even tech weaponry. So we take authority, all this 5G, EMF, these man-made bioweapon yeah. systems and we curse you at the root Jeez. all yeah. electronic devices yes. computers these ipads these boys boise bozy demons get out now in jesus name you heinous aerosols that are everywhere chemtrails bale really barium aluminum this geoengineering these concoctions in the pit of hell making us sick dissolve and die in the name of jesus every jesus, covenant man. document oath vow contract everything we break it in the name of jesus and we loose those mighty warrior angels of god zachariah one two one talks about these hammers smashing the supply lines we come against astral powers these witches are traveling on ley lines we burn banners and scrolls of the enemy that are carrying out attacks against god's people we command division tonight in the enemy camp yes. we declare unrelenting judgments on these sinister disgusting minions in these pharma yes. pharmacia labs of black death and hell father we loose the judgments against these devils yes. and, we, and we call back right now all this beast tech, demon tech, vaccination, clot shots, inoculations, jabs, the cutting of the flesh or any of this blood mingling. Father, we break that and we command every yeah. cell. There's billions of cells in everybody's body that is listening. And I speak, a, we, we, Danny, I, and Shannon speak a supernatural healing to every system from the top of your head and your body, your cardiovascular, endocrine, your immune system. Your I speak a reversal to the damage of your immune system, your musculoskeletal system, your, your nervous system. Everybody's anxious. They're insomniacs. All the anxiety, the fear. Father, we are your people and we ask you to send out your mighty angels to tear up root out and destroy every single one of these things even that we're missing and i'll just throw it shannon over to you right now and take a breath and a glass of water i touch and agree and we bind up also tonight every spirit of fear and the torment that it brings yes. in jesus name and we command it to unloose you and go tonight every spirit of fear we rebuke you and bind you in the mighty name of jesus christ Command you to let people go. God has not given you or I the spirit of fear, but power and love and sound mind. And we loose the spirits of power and love and sound mind in each of us in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father God, help everyone that has come out tonight. Guide and direct us all, Lord Jesus. You are our deliverer. We plead the blood of Jesus Christ over the broadcast tonight. Bless everyone that came out tonight in Jesus' name. Sheila and Danny, I want you to give out your contact information. And uh, any other announcements you would like to make? And how can people support your ministry? Um, I'll give out my website. It's just SheilaZelinski.com. That's Sheila, S-H-E-I-L-A. Zelinsky is Z-I-L-I-N-S-K-Y.com. And I really encourage people to get the book, Power Prayers Warfare That Works. Get a copy of Technogeddon. It talks all about, more about this stuff. And it has warfare prayers and it's, it's an amazing book, and it took me about six years to write in total. It was released July 4th, 2021, which is really interesting timing because I had talked about Gates of Hell in Green Gospel, actually, that was released in 2013. 
And uh, if you guys want to get behind the new show, really hopeful that people will get behind, you know, may the, for people that have the means, SiriusXM might not be ready for us. Our sponsors are a little cringing right now, but we're going to keep going, Shannon, and bring deliverance to SiriusXM. I'm hoping, God willing. So like when you can go out to nine, I mean, we're not going to really appeal to wow. everyone, but that's close to 1 billion global listeners and our airtime. That's that's a tremendous cost. And, and listen, folks, it's not like we, like to ask for this um paul wasn't too thrilled about having to go off and make tents but you know people say well you know kind of these statements like well where god resides god provides but the truth is god does provide through his people i don't want to offend anyone but it's not done in that spirit but i know what oprah winfrey the witch charges for an hour of her time danny and i have spent 12 years minimally and start doing the math on 80 hours a week ministering the gospel to people you know what is that worth we shouldn't have to be you know living on barely get by street which a lot of people think hey if you're a preacher you should be driving a, a clunker car and you know, living with a can of beans and i'm really excited it's going to be an amazing show trust me you won't want to miss the weekly show on channel 131 and shannon we're excited to partner up with you and your brother as well at some point i lived in duluth georgia when they kicked me out of cbn and I, i'm excited about what god's got for 2023 and by the way i want to just say listen folks genuinely we love you we care about you the people that are listening tonight you know reach out to us if you need specific prayer i mean we can't do individual deliverance and counseling but we absolutely will be praying for you in our in our prayer groups i meet with my prayer people wednesday nights and if you do support our ministries danny and i will be praying for you and that's not some cutesy thing our ultimate goal is to make sure people really get right with jesus christ in these last days to come into the fullness of what jesus christ is doing in your life so when you make a donation you're also becoming a part of what we're doing and i want to remind people you become a part of this ministry amen we definitely need sponsorship that's real if you want to get directly in touch with me uh you can reach me through my website god is not religious.net God is not religious.net. You'll find a lot of information. Uh, also, my teachings, video uh, courses. And you can also find me on my Facebook page, Danny Morano. I also have a YouTube channel, godisnotreligious.net slash donations. If you'd like to make a one-time donation to my ministry, godisnotreligious.net slash donations. And also, we're always happy to receive members, that you know, people that want to become members. So I love you all. I thank you so much for the privilege and honor. And I do see it that way, the privilege and honor of sharing God's love and grace with you all. And thank you so much, Shannon, for being so generous once again to share your terrific platform with us. Give us the opportunity to join with you in, in ministering to God's people. It's been great Preach. to be with you on here, Sheila, as well, as always, of course. We're going to get it done again. I'm looking forward to having you both on again real soon, regularly. And uh, thank you for coming on tonight. You all have a great weekend. Thank you, Danny. Thank you, Sheila. God bless you. We'll see you next time.